Pastor Chuk Sogoye is the senior pastor of Resurrection Life Church Johannesburg. Pastor Chooks is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God. He has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. He is the host of the radio broadcast programs Living the Life and Amazing Power of Woman. Over the years, Pastor Chooks has been actively involved in marketplace ministries. He is an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders. Here is Pastor Chooks Ogoye. The Johannesburg Kingdom Financiers Conference 2020, live online from the 8th to the 14th of June, starting at 7 p.m. This year's theme is discerning and taking the territories of the new world with guest speakers, Dr. Charles Amole, Pastor Charles Ngobeni, Pastor Kunle Sorian, and hosted by Pastor Chuk Sogoye. Register online or via WhatsApp. Registration is absolutely free. Join us and gain wisdom on taking territories in the post-COVID-19 world hi welcome 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 to another edition of our online masterclass understanding the goodness of god tonight is episode number 40 can you believe it it's been 40 or 39 episodes until tonight that we'll be sharing on the goodness of god i hope uh, you have been blessed so far and uh, i have been certainly very blessed sharing the word of god with you on this platform tonight i i want to take you to another level hallelujah well i want to subtitle my my contemplation tonight experiencing the goodness of god in the marketplace post covid 19 experiencing the goodness of god in the marketplace post covid 19 okay let's read his word let's go to the bible matthew chapter 16 matthew chapter 16 like i have said so many times in the course of this study that the virus that has hit the world and is messing the world up did not come from god an enemy sent the virus yes god had his plan god had what he was doing and the enemy came with the virus and, and is riding on what God is doing. And as we have seen from scriptures, when that phenomena occurs, God doesn't abandon what he was doing because the enemy got involved. No, God finishes what he's doing and walks through whatever the enemy has, has started doing to bring out the best of what he has in store and what he has in mind. All right, so having said that, Matthew chapter 16, um, at verse 18, the Bible says, And I also say to you, that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. I will build my church. That's what Jesus said. I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Now, the church is not a building. The church is God's people. So God is in the business of Building his church. Building his people. And God said, because I'm involved in a building project, I will not allow the gates of hell prevail against what I'm doing. In other words, what I'm doing, I will arrive at my destination. I will build my church. 
my church will rise to become what I want it to become. And what does God want the church to become? God wants the church to become Christ. So, so he's building the church to become like himself. And he said, I will build my church. That process of building is raising, is lifting, is empowering. So, for the believer who is in the marketplace, God said, I will build you, I will raise you, and the gates of hell will not be able to prevail against what I'm doing. I want to raise you to a certain stature. I want to raise you to a certain capacity in authority, a certain capacity in influence in the marketplace, a certain level of dominion and authority and rulership and government. And I will not allow hell to prevail. Now, this virus came from hell. God said, I will not allow hell, including the virus, to prevail against what I'm doing in your life. Let me tell you what that says. God is building your business and your ministry in the marketplace. The virus came upset things. They are, and economists are suspecting or they are saying that it's, the, the, you know, global economy is going to go into a recession and so on and so forth because of the virus. But I came to talk to a child of God in the marketplace. That what God is doing, what God has started doing in your life, he's laid his hands to the plow. He is not going to look back. The gates of hell will not be able to stop him. Because he's laid his hands on the plow. And the plow is you. So, this virus is not going to upset God's plan for you. Oh, Rakatosa. You got you to gotta believe what I'm saying tonight. If you understand what I'm saying tonight, you will be able to ride on with God to the fulfillment of his plan. Ultimately, virus or no virus. COVID or no COVID. Because God said, I am committed to building you. So what he says to me, what he says to you, whatever it was that God was doing in your life, the virus came, but it's not going to stop the plan of God. Hallelujah. And God wants me to share with you today what you need to do to continue the work that God is doing so that that work reaches its zenith and is not disrupted by the virus. Hey, listen. That the world is going to go into a recession doesn't mean that you have to go into a recession. That businesses are going to close doesn't mean yours have to close. Can I tell you something? If you understand what I'm, I'm about to share tonight, you can flourish in the midst of the downturn. Oh yes, you can rise in the midst of the downturn. Remember, God is interested in your rising and staying afloat even if everybody is going down. Oh yes, Oh yes, let me say it again. God is building something. The enemy, God is not going to allow the enemy to mess up what he's building in your life. So God needs you to cooperate with him. Now, this is why I'm preaching this message. I want to arm you with knowledge and wisdom that will help you cooperate with God so that we can defeat the plans of the enemy because God will build you, God will build your business, God will build your dream, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. But you see, does God have an ally in you 
Or are you going to side with the enemy and sabotage what God is doing? Are you going to allow the enemy to sidetrack you and sabotage what God is doing? Or are you going to align with God and allow God to prevail? The Bible said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The Bible said, this is the victory that overcomes the world. So the world can be overcome. The, the, the things that the virus has done in global economy can be overcome by you. The Bible says, Jesus says, be of good cheer. For I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. I have overcome the world. See, he is, he is on your side. So I need to get you to be on his side and cooperate with him so that we can defeat COVID. COVID doesn't have to have an impact on your economy. Hallelujah. COVID doesn't have to have an impact on your business. COVID doesn't have to have an impact, a negative impact. Instead, what the enemy meant for evil. God turns it around for good. So, God wants you to cooperate with him to turn around this situation and and bring ultimate glory to his name as he carries on the plan that he has for your life. Hallelujah. So, God is building you. God is building his church. God is building me. God is building all of us so that we can manifest his goodness. Why are you in the marketplace? Why are you where you are working? Why are you where you have been situated? You are there so that hmm, you can manifest the goodness of God. That's why you are there. You are there so that you can manifest the goodness of God. So, so God wants you to cooperate with him so that he can shine you as a light in the midst of darkness in this time. Well, the Bible says, God, who calls light out of darkness? So there may be dark, gloomy, economic uh, uh, um, 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 predictions out there and forecasts out there. But can I tell you something? You don't need to participate. You don't need to participate. God wants to make an exemption in your life. Hallelujah. Let me show you God's word. Psalm 37 verse 18. God wants to exempt you. From a reception, you don't need uh, for, from, from a recession, you don't need to participate. Listen to this Psalm 37, verse 18. The Lord knows the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. Your inheritance is forever. What God has for you is forever, <laughs> it's not subject to change in time, it's forever. My plans are forever, thus said the Lord. My inheritance for you is forever. It's not to be tampered with by the enemy or messed with the enemy, messed with by the enemy. It's forever. He says, they shall not be ashamed in the evil time. Ooh! Did you see that? They shall not be ashamed in the evil Is this an evil time? Oh, you bet it is. But God says, you shall not be ashamed in the evil time. God says, in the days of famine, you shall be satisfied. Hallelujah. In the days of famine, you shall be satisfied. <laughs> That's what the Lord is saying. <laughs> you will not be ashamed in this evil time. So God is going, God has got plans to help you stand strong that you will not be ashamed in these evil times. Hallelujah. And in the days of famine, you will be satisfied. So there is a, a measure of grace made available in, for you at this time to make sure that this picture comes to pass in your life. That you will not be ashamed in the evil time. That you will not, you will be satisfied, you will not hunger, you will not go without in evil time, in times of famine. Because 
God is on your side. So what do you need to know to, to participate with God, to align with God? What do you need to know? <laughs> Let's go to Genesis chapter 26. I want to show you that it is possible that in a time of famine, not to participate. In a time of drought, not to participate. Now, can I tell you something? If God has ever done it before, he will do it again. He's obligated. He's not done it for anybody in his word. He can do it for everybody in our time. Let me say it again. If he has ever done it for anybody at any time, he can do it for anybody else who wants who wants it done or who asks him or who follows the instructions that he gives. Why? God is not a respect of persons. So if he's done it before, he can do it again. Look at Genesis chapter 26. Verse 12. Uh, then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. May I declare in the name of Jesus that this is your story. That you sow in the land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed you. That shall be your story. And you began to prosper. The man began to prosper. And continued prospering until he became very prosperous. That's progressive prosperity. That's increasing prosperity. That's the plan of God for a life. Remember, God is building your business. God is building your dream. God is building the things that he has put in your heart. And the gates of hell cannot obstruct, interfere with what God is building. Get it? God is involved in a building project. And the gates of hell will not interfere with what God is building. So the man began to prosper. And continued prospering until he became very prosperous. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great number of servants so that the Philistines envied him. The blessing of God is coming on your life that they are going to envy you. But you need to know what Isaac knew. You need to understand what he understood. What made Isaac prosper in the midst of famine? What made Isaac prosper when nobody else was prospering? When everybody was facing a recession, Isaac was facing increase. Isaac was experiencing growth. Positive, positive growth when everybody was experiencing a decline. Can I tell you something? That God that did it for Isaac he still the same God is alive today and wants to do it for you. Oh, he inspired this message in my heart to share that his goodness he really wants to showcase his goodness for people in the marketplace post-COVID. He wants to showcase his goodness. He wants you to know his goodness. He wants you to sh- to, to to be an uh, um, a template, a poster child of his goodness, even in this season. Let me say it again. God wants to put you on display as a testament, as a testimony of his goodness. And, and when people look at you, well, like the Philistines envied Isaac, they look at you. They're going to say, no, t- t- talk to us about your God. T- talk to us about the God you serve. Because this is really extraordinary. Amen. Now, now Isaiah, 40, sorry, Gen- Genesis chapter 45. Let's go there. Let's go there. I want to show you something from Genesis 45 going forward. Uh, at verse 9, we, we read the story of 
Joseph having to um, bring his family all over to, to Egypt and settle them in Egypt. And the, 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 the portion or the side of Egypt where they stayed is called Goshen. And, and you know, Joseph is a type of Christ. He's a, he's a type. He's a type of Christ. So, so I want us to look at this, this type and this shadow here to understand something about the program of God. So, Goshen was a geographical location where God positioned his people while plagues were happening in Egypt. Alright? Goshen was where the people of God stayed. The people of Israel, J- Joseph and his siblings and their father and their descendants were stationed in Goshen. And while the plagues in Egypt were ongoing, Goshen was not participating. So can I suggest to us tonight that Goshen is a type of a spiritual location. And, and I want to help unpack this. Because when you stay in Goshen, the plagues that plagued Egypt will not get to you. Hallelujah. When you stay in Goshen, so Goshen is a spiritual location. In, in the story we're reading, it was a physical location. But now, there is a spiritual location called Goshen. And can I tell you now that anybody who locates Goshen and stays in Goshen will be spared from the consequences of this virus on global economy, on national economy, or whatever. Because you can stay in Goshen and be exempted from the plague. Let me say that again. God wants you to stay in Goshen and be exempted from the plague. So you want to pay attention. You really want to hear what I'm saying tonight. Because if you can locate the spiritual location called Goshen and stay in Goshen, you will be exempted from everything that the enemy brought through this virus that is negative. So that you will continue prospering, you will continue doing well, even though everybody else are not doing well. So there is a Goshen for you. Or let me say it again, there is a Goshen for you. There is a place of exemption. Hallelujah. There is a place of exemption. And when you find that place, and that's why I came here today to reveal Goshen, to describe how what Goshen is so that you can, you can navigate yourself and go to Goshen and lock in in Goshen. And stay in Goshen so that the hand of God and the plan of God will work in your life to bring the prosperity and the blessing that you need for a time like this. So, Genesis 45 verse 9. He says, Hurry up and go up to my father and say to him, Thus says your son Joseph, God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me. Do not tarry. I want you to hear Christ say this. God has made me Lord of all of the world system. I am, the Bible says, it says all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. That's what Jesus said when he came came back from the dead. All authority. So the same way that Joseph is saying, now Jesus could have said this because Joseph is a type of Jesus. God has made me Lord of all the world. All the world system. God has made me Lord. He said all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So it's me. It's mine. It's mine now. 
Alright. Now, hear what Joseph says. Because those could be the words of Jesus. Remember, Joseph is the type of Jesus. He said, you shall dwell in the land of Goshen. <laughs> Did you hear that? Jesus is saying, you shall dwell in the land of Goshen. And you shall be near to me. And you shall be near to me. So, Goshen, when you are in Goshen, there's intimacy. That's the first thing I want to point out. Goshen affords you intimacy. Remember, in the story we are reading, Goshen was a physical place. But, right now in the New Testament, Goshen is a spiritual location. And one of the markers of that location is a place of intimacy with the Master. You shall be near to me. You and your children, and your children's children, your flocks and your herds, and all that you have. And in that Goshen, there I will provide for you. That's what the Master is saying to you. That's what the Lord is saying to you. There I will provide for you, lest you and your household and all that you have come to poverty, for there are still five years of famine. God says, I will provide for you in Goshen. If you can find Goshen and stay in Goshen, I will provide for you. I will provide for your household. I will provide for your children, for your descendants. And you will not come to poverty. You will not come to lack. Even though there is a famine. Those are the words of God to somebody tonight. God says, stay in Goshen. One of the markers of Goshen. Goshen speaks of intimacy. A place of intimacy with the Lord. A place of close, close, close proximity to your God and your maker. It's a spiritual position where your heart is sensitive to his heart. Your ears agree to his mouth. It's a place of being close to the Lord. How do you develop such a spiritual, or how do you locate yourself in such a spiritual uh, location of Goshen? Of the place of being close to your Lord, to your master. Hallelujah. Number one, if you are going to be close to him, you cannot have condemnation and guilt. So it's a place where you know that you are forgiven. It's a place where you know that his hand, his blood has washed you, his hand has covered you. It's a place where you, you deliberately and consciously draw near to him in a place of fellowship. Yes, he said, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. So, Goshen has the element of intimacy. Genesis 46, 34. Genesis 46, 34. Let me tell you a little bit about Goshen. <laughs> then that you shall say, your servant's occupation have been with livestock from our youth, even till now. Both we and also our fathers, that you may dwell in the land of Goshen. That for every shepherd is an abomination to the Egyptians. <laughs> the Bible said, the children of Israel were shepherds. That's your occupation. But the Egyptians did not like shepherds. So Goshen was the place where they were they, they stayed there, they were settled there, they grew there, they, they became established in Goshen. For 
their work of shepherding is an abomination to the Egyptians. Let me let me help unpack this here. The the kingdom business person, the kingdom financier, the child of God in the marketplace, is not like every other person in the marketplace. How you do what you do is an abomination to other people in the marketplace. Oh, let me let me let me let me let me go there. How and why you do what you do is an abomination to the Egyptians because they are not there. Now this is the problem. Many people, many of God's people are in the marketplace for the same reason that the Egyptians are in the marketplace. They are in the marketplace for the same reason the Egyptians are in the marketplace. And this is why you suffer what they suffer. Because you see yourself like they see themselves. But understand it today that you are in that place but you are different. You are in Goshen. And what you are doing is an abomination to them. So, a kingdom business person, a kingdom financier, a gospel entrepreneur, whatever you want to call that person, a, a, a kingdom um, a business executive, who, even if you are in paid employment, this applies to you. Because if you are in the marketplace, you are a captain of industry, you are a leader in the marketplace, this applies to you. You are a shepherd. What are you raising? You are raising the sheep of God. You are raising the work of God. You are in the marketplace for the singular reason of building the kingdom of God. Of bringing glory to the Father. That's why you are in the marketplace. You are not in the marketplace like the Egyptians are in the marketplace. Your reason for being in the marketplace is actually an abomination to the Egyptians. That's what the Bible said. That the Israelites are an abomination to the Egyptians because they are shepherds. You are a shepherd shepherding the agenda of God. You are a shepherd stewarding the purposes of God in the marketplace. The people in the world are there for money. You are not there for money. You are there for the glory of God. You are there for the kingdom. And you got to get this. This is one of the reasons why we are affected. See, COVID-19 is going to affect global economy. But if you're, a, if you're a, a marketplace believer and you understand I am in the marketplace for raising the, the work of God. I am in the marketplace for, for nurturing the agenda of God. I'm a shepherd shepherding the agenda of God. I'm a shepherd protecting the agenda of God in the marketplace. Hear me, if that is the reason for being there, you will operate with the Goshen level of blessing. Because the Israelites... We are shepherds in Goshen. You will, you will operate in Goshen and the results of Goshen will be your testimony. But if you are in the marketplace for the same reason why they are in the marketplace, then what hits them will hit you. What wipes them out will wipe you out. So you need to make an exemption. You are in the kingdom for such a time as this. God has put you in the marketplace for the kingdom of God for such a time as this. And you got to represent him well. And you got to, oh yes, you have to represent him properly. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 47 verse 6 The land of Egypt is before you. Have your father and brothers 
dwell in the best of the land and let them dwell in the land of Goshen and 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 if you know any competent men among them then make them chief headsmen over my livestock this was Pharaoh talking Pharaoh says I'm going to give you the best of land now can I tell you something the moment you align with the purposes of God even even the enemy <laughs> the enemy the world system they are going to hire you they are going to hire your expertise Pharaoh says find competent men among them I want them to work for me I want them to look after my stuff can I tell somebody t- something tonight that even though things may be bad economically for everybody but kings are coming to the brightness of your horizon kings are looking for competency kings are coming for your competency you know when other people are not getting jobs you're going to get a job you're going to get hired you're going to get deployed you're going to get engaged you're going to get a client that helps you test the best of the land can i tell you this this is your season to enjoy the best of the land let me say it again this is your season to enjoy the best of the land and pharaoh is looking for competent men and i say in this season people are going to go you're going to get a promotion i prophesy to you you are going to get promotion you're going to get hired you're going to get called kings are going to give you jobs you're going to get opportunities the king's treasury is going to pay you in this season because pharaoh is going to look for competent men and you're going to be competent if you if you dwell in goshen you're going to be competent uh, as i begin to wind this down genesis 47 verse 27 let me wind this down and and help you uh, tie it together genesis 47 27 so israel dwelt in the land of egypt in the country of Goshen, and they had possessions there and grew and multiplied exceedingly. God is going to grow you and multiply you exceedingly. That's your portion in this season. But it takes being in Goshen. And, 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 and what, is, what is Goshen? Goshen is the finished work of Christ. That's Goshen. When, you, when your mentality lines up with the finished work of Christ, that's Goshen. When you know that the battle is won, when you know that the land has been given, when you know that, 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 that your ground is fruitful, hallelujah, when you know that you are blessed, when you know that the victory is yours, that's Goshen. Goshen is a place of establishment in the finished work of Christ. And when you stay in that place, the Bible says you will have the best of land, you will grow and you will multiply exceedingly despite COVID. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let let me round this up. There's so much to share. We're going to be unpacking this in, in, in next week at the Johannesburg Kingdom Financiers Conference. This year's theme is discerning and taking territories in the new world. There's a new world that has dawned on us. And we want to teach believers how to take territories, how to discern what those territories are, and how to take those territories and be on top 
even though everybody else is going down. We want to help people understand what Goshen is and how to operate in Goshen so that you'll be exempted from the plagues that has hit the world right now. Plagues that have hit the economies of the world. That's what it's about next week. We're starting on Monday. JKFC, Johannesburg Kingdom Financials Conference 2020 starts on Monday with amazing lineup of speakers. We have Pastor Kunle Sharian coming all the way from Dallas, Texas. Uh, and he's going to be uh, sharing with us next week. Dr. Charles Omole coming all the way from the United Kingdom. And then Pastor Charles Ngobeni right here in Johannesburg and plus myself. And we're going to be teaching you how to take territories in the new world. How to be on top. How to <laughs> not just survive COVID, but how to flourish despite COVID. This is what it's about. You're going to gain ground despite COVID. In the midst when everybody is selling off, you'll be buying up. When they are selling off, you'll be buying up. But you want to learn. You want to understand. And that's what next week is about. So, so I, I want you to register. Registration is on our website, reslife.org.za. Reslife.org.za. And, 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 and it's, the conference is free. When you register, you'll be able to get the link. And to join the conference. The conference is online. We, we're going to be using technology uh, because we're not allowed to gather more than 50 people um, um, at this time. So we're going to be gathering in thousands online. So I want you to register and, 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 and secure your position so that you can learn from some of the best minds on the planet. I'm telling you, the men uh, that, that are coming at this conference, they are deeply and thoroughly experienced and they're going to be sharing stuff that's going to help you rise above the tides and win and flourish even though everybody else is going down well thank you for joining me tonight and we look forward to uh seeing you at the conference tomorrow we continue and tomorrow we are starting a new um uh, um, 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 um a new program on Thursdays, the amazing power of women. Uh, we're going to be sharing tomorrow, and it's going to be a variety. We're going to do quite a bit of, you know, interesting things tomorrow. So tune in, stay with us. 7 p.m. tomorrow, we are on. And then on Friday, it's standard. It's Friday. On Friday, we are going to continue on 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 relationships. Wisdom for building stronger relationship with our guest, uh, Pastor Joe Banugo, on Friday. So, so we, we are loaded and we're going to continue being a blessing to you even as we carry on, even in the seasons of lockdown. All right. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to pray and we close. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for everyone who's listened. I do know that your plan is to set up every believer as a Goshen even in the midst of the plagues that are in the world in this season. You want to distinguish and showcase your goodness in the lives of your people and showcase your mercy and showcase your hand to bless in the life of your people. So I pray for everyone. Lord, as we open our heart to receive revelation and understanding from your word, from your servants who are going to be ministering to us powerfully next week at the Johannesburg Kingdom Finances Conference. Lord, I ask that you speak into our hearts and help us truly Access your goodness and manifest your goodness even in these times that are uncertain and are difficult. Because I know that there's an exemption 
that you've already granted your people and Lord we will enjoy that exemption in the name of Jesus thank you father in Jesus mighty name amen if you would like to receive this message we preach tonight as an audio format please send us a message at plus two two seven eight one four two one zero eight three five and if you would like any kind of help spiritual help prayer well we are happy to pray for you and pray with you um the message you can send it to plus two seven eight one four two one zero eight three five that's a whatsapp number send a whatsapp message there i'll be happy to assist you in every way that we can look forward to seeing you tomorrow as we continue enjoying the goodness of god god bless you good night the johannesburg kingdom finances conference 2020 live online from the 8th to the 14th of june starting at 7 p.m this year's theme is discerning and taking the territories of the new world with guest speakers dr charles omole pastor charles ngobeni pastor kunle sorian and hosted by pastor chuk sogoye register online or via whatsapp registration is absolutely free join us and gain wisdom on taking territories in the post-COVID-19 world.